Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Mike Shope and the Bulldog. I, I don't think that's a very good attitude. It's Mike Shope. You don't think? You don't You don't think? But I don't think you should be butting in when I'm talking to my team. You're my assistant, okay? You're supposed to back me up and go get me juice boxes when I tell you. Now go get me a juice box. You know who you're talking to? It's the Bulldog. I'm talking to the juice box guy. You're crazy. Well, I'm not crazy. I'm just thirsty. Why don't you go to hell? No, you go to hell. While you're there, why are you grabbing a juice box? I'm no juice box boy, I'll tell you that. Yes, you are. No, I'm not. Yes, you it's are. Mike no, I'm not. And the Bulldog on WGR Sports Radio 550. Just slipping this in before we bring on Alex Gold, I think I just thought of something that Bulldog does not know about me. Okay. When, that, when that happens... You, yeah. When that happens, you you just have to sort of force that in. Uh, uh, yeah, earlier in the show, yeah. earlier in the show, we gave away tickets to see Bush at Art mm-hmm. Park in the summer, and we'll have more tickets tomorrow and Friday, I believe. I just got the email from Art Park about that show, and Candlebox is a part of the show, and I had a Candlebox phase. Really? Yes. Yes. You're right. College. I did not, yes. I did not see that coming. <laughs> They had a song called You that was a pretty big mm. hit, and I, I loved that song. Holy cow, Candlebox. Um, yeah, so I thought that might uh, interest you. You have their cassette you. tapes somewhere? <laughs> I have a CD, a couple of CDs, I know that. I mean, that's still recent enough yes. that I didn't you know, need to go through Columbia House to get their music, <laughs> uh, as it happens. Alex Gold with us on the... Wester Hotline out of 610 Sports in Kansas City. We've called on Alex many times because the Alex, the Bills, and the Chiefs keep meeting. I mean, what are you going to do? It's just this, here we go again. These teams are meeting, and we call Alex Gold. It's, it's become a tradition. This is what we do, right? This is what we do. This is what it's all about. It's the, uh, the marquee game of the weekend. I mean, it doesn't get any better than this. I mean, come on now. we got two future Hall of Fame quarterbacks, and once again, you know, I, I'm, there's this feeling, you know, you get through this game, why not? Why can't either team, you know, go and beat uh, Baltimore potentially or the Texans in the next week and, and end up in the Super Bowl? So this is fun. I'm sure you guys view it a little differently probably this go-around too with, with the, the Chiefs going out to Buffalo for the first time. Usually we're talking about you guys uh, heading over to Arrowhead. Yeah. How, how, how about that? Like the different perspectives on it. Like, you know, obviously it is – it. The hunger here is, you know, it's unquenchable. The only thing that's going to quench it is they got to win. Uh, the Bills got to beat this team in the playoffs. I don't know with with the Chiefs. I don't know that we wouldn't still be drunk if the Bills had won the Super Bowl last year, Alex. Like how 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 how, how like how driven? Uh, I mean, it really I guess it pertains more to the team. Like how, how hungry are they? You know, I mean, they they they. I wouldn't excuse them for being really full. 
Yeah, no, I think what has changed, I would agree. I, normally I would say, yeah, you wonder about complacency and, and things like that. How can you be as hungry as, you know, the, the, the Bills are as, as a team? Certainly the fan base is even a completely different story. I think it's obvious in, in Buffalo, even from our perspective, looking at that. I mean, we've become spoiled a little bit here in Kansas City, whereas in Buffalo, I'm sure you guys have been waiting and waiting for the Chiefs staff to come to your place. But from a, from a player perspective, I think the Chiefs struggles this year. And look, obviously, the, the Bills had them as well, to say the least. Last time I spoke to you guys, we were mentioning you know, where both teams were at, and the Chiefs had a chance to land the knockout punch on the Bills, and they weren't able to do it. I think that actually is part of the driving force of motivation as well from a player perspective, that you go back to that game. You know, The reason why this one's not at Arrowhead, or certainly at least why they're going to Buffalo, is because the Chiefs weren't able to handle business you know, a month and a half ago, whatever that was. So... I think that drives uh, this team, and because it's been a frustrating year by Chiefs standards offensively, I think that, uh, and being discounted a little bit uh, by some of the national media this week, uh, I think also you know leans into uh, this Chiefs team as a whole kind of going in there. I think they'll, I'll think they'll be ready to go. I don't think there's any uh, complacency because of some of those things. You know, it is kind of interesting to talk about that stuff. Uh, it's just you got to be aware of how flimsy it is, you know, because there are so many players on a team and coaches and people involved. Like They're not all going to feel the same way. But I will confess to Alex thinking on Saturday because of the temperatures for Dolphins Chiefs, and it had been such a trying year. It's relative, but for Kansas City, the several home losses, maybe this would be a game where if Miami got ahead, you would see happen to Kansas City what happened to Philadelphia for example, which is just like, okay, this is too hard. Um, but the Dolphins didn't – they had the one play, the Tyree Kill play, but they really yeah. didn't put up, much of a, put up much of a challenge in that game. And so, like, Kansas City gets through it. Anyway, I just wanted to sort of admit that. Like, I was thinking maybe this would be the case for the Chiefs last week, even though I tend to want to discount this, any kind of talk of, of uh, motivation. Right. I think the, you know, the, there was a lot of confidence last week in Kansas City because of, yes, the weather, but also you know, that was a, such a banged-up Dolphins team. I, you know, even here in KC, nobody really was concerned about this one. If I'm being honest, everybody was already starting to you know, peek forward a little bit towards what we assumed would be this matchup, which was the Bills handling the Steelers, which you guys did up there, and then uh, to, to then get this matchup that, yeah, before the season, we all would assume this could have been maybe the title game matchup. Instead, we're getting a divisional round and the regular season meeting uh, decided, you know, where, where this game is. And it's done that multiple times in, in, in the past to some degree. Um, but no, I mean, I, I think you know, this, this, uh, this matchup is interesting to me because I, I feel like both teams adjusted midseason more than they had in the past. They had to. I think both were forced. You know, the Chiefs had to realize this isn't the same offense from – 2022 or 21 or 20 and I don't want to speak for you guys but I think the Bills offensively had it adjust in a huge way as well and that's why both of these teams are still alive because they both were willing to finally adapt a little bit I would also right. think the Bills the are now the, the, say, the Bills are now the run heaviest team in the league like after <laughs> right. two and a half years bulldog of like yeah. mostly the opposite of that so yeah I, I I would understand the Chiefs also Alex feeling as though they had the Bills. You know, like, I know it's a penalty, and the, and the, 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 that touchdown didn't count. And there was a minute 24 or whatever to go in timeouts and stuff. But, you know, the way Mahomes reacted after the game, 
you know, it, it was it was a, a tough place to take that penalty. And maybe, you know, maybe this game's an arrowhead if, if Kadarius Toney isn't blatantly lined up as offsides as he was. Well, I mean, that's definitely brought up plenty this week. No, no, no doubt. I mean, uh, a lot of people, you know, saw that Kadarius Tony's back at practice today, and a lot of you were like, yeah, I'm glad he's healthy, good for him, uh, but would rather him just not even be active for this game uh, because of, of that and just, like, worrying that he's going to screw this game up. I can tell you that's the mindset from plenty of, uh, of people on the Chiefs side of things heading into this game. And, you know, when you look at that earlier matchup, I mean, there's differences on both teams, but – you know, here the feeling is not only Tony's offside, but, um, you know, they didn't have Isaiah Pacheco in, in this game. They didn't have Drew Tranquil in, in that game. And now both of those players are available. And so there's a lot of thought here on the Chiefs side. They're, like, they're, they're a different team. They're healthy heading into this game. And, you know, I don't, I don't want to say they're certainly not overconfident. I think it's a coin flip type mm-hmm. of game. It probably should be a pick I know the Chiefs are, what, two-and-a-half-point dogs, three in some spot. Um, but I, I do think the Chiefs are clearly the healthier team heading into this game. With Alex Gold, do you feel that way about Tony? Because I wouldn't. I mean, these games between teams of this caliber, especially when they've met over and over, can be tipped by the, the one guy just sort of out of nowhere, the talent. And he's talented. And if you believe in this guy as a competitor, he'd certainly want redemption from what happened in the previous meeting. I think the Super Bowl was Tony and Sky Moore. Uh, it was Davis in Kansas City two years ago, not Diggs. You know, not that Davis wasn't a starter. Man, if I were the Chiefs, I'd want Tony and Sky Moore in uniform. What are the chances that they will be? I think what you're saying is how the organization is probably thinking and, and how Andy okay. Reid is probably thinking. I think there's a difference on the outside from fans where mm-hmm. it's like, look, you know, yes, the Super Bowl play from from Kadarius Tony and everybody recognizes the explosiveness, but it, it, people have been waiting all year for it, and you know it just hasn't happened this year for him. And if anything, it's cost them games or that particular game. And so I think fans are just completely done. It's been a frustrating year from all the drops. I mean, this applies to MVS as well. Um, so that's where the fans are at. I think you're correct though in what is likely to happen from a Andy Reid and coaching staff perspective that between Skymore and Tony, I think there's a decent chance one of them is active. And, and Kadarius Tony, uh, it looks to be healthier. Skymore is now designated to return from IR, although he looked good based on reports out of practice. I wasn't there, but based on those that were there, he looked fine. And so I, I think, yeah, one of those players is in the game because of what you just said, that, man, you're still waiting for that, that, that one 10-yard pass that he's able to turn into 40. The problem is, uh, you know, I think – fans would rather not even risk it at this point yeah we usually don't in these visits they've been frequent enough like mike already said alex get like too heavy into the schematics right like how this team's going to attack that team but you mentioned the injuries the bills are you know could be really compromised come sunday we'll see how the week unfolds here sean mcdermott's not closing the door to any of the guys that are listed on the injury report uh, at this point but at linebacker specifically, Terrell Bernard got carted off with what looked like a devastating ankle injury. It turns out it's a sprain, and again, they're not ruling him out. But if he can't go, he's really he's, – he's coverage. The, the other linebackers on this team are so deficient in that area that the Bills have started using Taylor Rapp in tandem with Micah Hyde, and Rapp is hurt as well, and bumping Poyer up into like a hybrid linebacker spot, I think, to help out in that respect. If they don't have Bernard, 
the Bills are really, I think, vulnerable in the middle of the field. Do you think the Chiefs would be inclined to try to attack that? I think they will, and it's not just with what people would think as, uh, as Travis Kelsey, middle of the field. I think this applies to Rasheed Rice even more so than when they played back in Week 14. They continue to lean into him more than they, they ever have, and that was evident in the playoff game last week against the Dolphins. There's more and more belief in this young kid that he can, as a rookie, handle more and more of the workload. And so I think they finally have recognized, as I said earlier, like who they are as a team, which is get Rice 12 targets, get Kelsey 10 targets, let Pacheco, the running back, touch the ball 20, 25 times a game. That's your bread and butter. Stop trying to be a team you're not. And the way it is setting up as we sit here on a Wednesday talking about the Bills, I think people here are looking at opportunities in the passing game, although they have had success running the ball. And I, I think the key, if we are going to break down kind of like the, a little bit of, of what is the, the vulnerability and where the Bills can maybe cover up uh, some of those issues in the secondary and the linebacking core, I'm a little concerned, and I think people here are, about the two tackles for Kansas City. Left tackle Donovan Smith, right tackle Juwan Taylor. The Dolphins were not able to, I think, take advantage of uh, what is a weakness for this football team because they don't have any. They didn't have any pass rushers available. A um, little bit different story for for Buffalo. Obviously, Von Miller is not the same player anymore. But when you look at what Ed Oliver and, and uh, uh, I'm drawing a blank on the other individual now completely, uh, Rousseau, Rousseau. Uh, is able to do. Um, you know, I, I think that that's an area Buffalo can attack. If Mahomes is sitting back there and has all day, I, I do think the Chiefs will be able to carve this defense up. But I, I'm a little concerned from the Chiefs' point of view. Uh, that there will be plenty of opportunity for Rousseau to maybe get the best of Jawan Taylor, whether it's actually flat out beating the right tackle or, as you guys have probably saw from far away, even as just this guy gets penalized more than anybody in football over the last five years. Yes, we talked to Ross Tucker every week, and he was on yesterday yeah. pointing out Taylor from having been in Kansas City and broadcast that game. It was a touchdown called back, I think, uh, as well. I think, too, Alex – you know, a lot's been made about how this is the first meeting in Buffalo. I mean, there was the one regular season game with no fans, but this is Mahomes' first Bills Mafia experience, if you will. And I think maybe the most important variable uh, factor in that would be the offensive lines of the two teams, one having to deal with the crowd and timing challenges and the other not. That um, might be something that, really helps the Bills in this matchup being at home for once. Absolutely. And, I, you know, I think Mahomes will handle it well, but you said it. I think it's, you know, someone like Jawan Taylor at right tackle who has had plenty of false starts and timing problems. I, I, that is still probably one of my biggest concerns, more than, you know, the wide receiver drops that they've had all year and, and, and some red zone problems the Chiefs have failed to punch it in. They've been relying on field goals, and I, I don't know if that's going to get by on Sunday night for them. But it, it definitely is the, the tackles. Um, and the road stuff for Mahomes is fun, right? It's a fun storyline. I get why it's the storyline, yeah. and I'm excited to see what he does on the road. I, I love this whole storyline of him going on the road. I think people here in Kansas City do because, you know, there, there are certainly advantages to playing at home versus the road. Nobody is disputing that. But, you know, Patrick Mahomes has been better on the road, not just this year, but throughout his career. It's kind of weird. Like, you, you look at some of the numbers. He's had more yards, more touchdowns, a better completion percentage. Maybe normally – uh, you, you wouldn't see that. He's got an identical record almost on the road as well. So I, I'm not so sure that Mahomes himself will be impacted, but you said it. I think it's the pieces around him. Do you see breakdowns uh, from, from the, the right tackle and really even Donovan Smith, their left tackle, 
in, in the game like this, when, when everything's on the line late and it's going to be ridiculously yeah. loud there at, uh, at Highmark. You know, not to circle back to dwelling on the motivation point, but Mahomes is already an all-time great MVP, the Super Bowls. He has not had to do this yet. So it's like an achievement level, even though it's not the biggest game stakes-wise he's been in. This is a... This would be a notch. Like, I went into Buffalo and won a playoff game. So, I'll bet that that's something that he's thinking about waking up in the morning, like wanting yeah, to get that I, I on the board. So. Yeah, I absolutely think so. I mean, in, in, on the flip side, I think it's, it's you know, I think for both these quarterbacks, right, this is why I, I think we're all fired up. I mean, it's you know, these are two of the best around, and they each have legacy stuff on the line, too. I mean, you, you said it right there with Mahomes, and he has a chance to – uh, get his first road playoff win, and, and that's been the one thing that's been out there still about him is what happens after 15 playoff games. He's finally going on the road, which that's just ridiculous to think about. And then for Josh Allen, it's you know you, you beat Mahomes and and the, and the team that has been preventing you from getting to where you want. I mean that right there changes everything versus dropping to 0 3. Fair or not to Mahomes, if that happens to the playoffs, you know what the story. You know there'll be people saying, oh, that's just, you know he's 0 3 against Mahomes, even though. The 13 second game, which you guys don't talk about up there, I know, but uh, that wasn't obviously Josh Allen's fault. He was incredible. Right. Well, Allen and the rest of this Bills offense, Alex, will have to deal with maybe, I don't know, is it right within this four year window that we're talking about here from the 2020 season to now, the strongest Chiefs defense there's been? Oh, no question. Yeah, no, no question. I mean, this we, we're having conversations here. Where does it, I mean, is this maybe one of the best defenses in Chiefs history? And I know people will, will step back a second because they had, you know, Derek Thomas and some of these defenses in the 90s. Um, but it, it seems like there is uh, more opportunity, uh, considering where the league is at now, for this defense to impact the game, even than what they were doing back then. What I mean by that is in 2024, we know the rules are set up for the offense and way more difficult to be a top-tier defense in today's day and age in football than it was in the 90s. And so I actually think it's more impressive what any of these top defenses in the leagues are doing now than what they were doing in the 90s. And for Mahomes to have an offense this year, which is, you know, been, what, 10th or so in the league, but it happens to be a year where he's got his best defense and one of the best in Chiefs history. I mean, it couldn't have asked for better timing. I'll, I'll tell you that. Steve Spagnuolo, the defensive coordinator, has just done an incredible job. And uh, really the, the, the player probably doesn't get talked about enough uh, is Charles Amenahue. You know, everybody wants to talk about Chris Jones, understandably so, and, and these guys in the secondary like McDuffie and Sneed who have been sensational. But Charles Amenahue uh, suspended the first six games of the year, and, and he has been a huge difference maker here down the stretch of the season. And it, it wouldn't surprise me if, if this defense is able to come up with a stop, a key moment at all on Sunday night. It may not be Chris Jones. It may not be LeJarrius Sneed. It might be end up being Charles Amenahue who comes with that big play. One more for me, Alex, and that's for your opinion on the importance of Pacheco. You mentioned how he didn't play the last time. I mean, the Bills have become way more run-heavy than I think maybe anybody was expecting. And if you have a Chiefs offense, you know, through this season that has struggled some at moving the ball through the air, you know, Pacheco's pretty good. Uh, do you think it's a big deal having him versus not? I know McKinnon's out. Yeah, McKinnon's on IR. He's, he's done. Uh, he just had surgery recently. So it's Clyde Edwards-Alaire and Pacheco. And Pacheco, you know, he's got, what, 24, 25 carries against the Dolphins. I, I don't know if it'll be to that extent, although I think it should be. Like I, I, I think he needs to touch the ball 20-plus times. He is vital for this offense. It's not to the extreme of the, the Bills going all in on the rushing attack. But, but the Chiefs, you know, I think have finally realized who they are this year. And 
they can be a successful power running team mixed in, of course, when you have 15 in, in 87 there. You, you want to make sure you're doing that. But, you know, they came out throwing to start the game against the Dolphins, but then they still ended up really putting that thing away on the ground. And I, I think that is something that you always question if Andy Reid's willing to do it just because of his mindset. Um, can he do it two games in a row? I think Pacheco's up for it. I think Pacheco can be that guy with what they have on the interior of this offensive line. I'm hesitant on whether or not Andy Reid is willing to also run it with Pacheco, though, 20-plus times again. But I, I think that is part of their mm-hmm. formula if they're going to go upset the Bills on Sunday night. So, Alex, you know, it's Wednesday, injury reports. These teams are, are really gearing up, getting ready. When do we get the report on Taylor Swift? Like, When, when do you guys <laughs> usually find out if she's coming to the game or not? Yeah, I mean, I, I can almost promise you she's going to be there. Yeah, I can almost promise you she'll be in, in, in Buffalo. Uh, usually stuff trickles out, like, on Thursday about that. But I, I would be absolutely stunned <laughs> if she's not in a if she's not in a suite uh, with Patrick Mahomes' wife and, and others. Um, yeah, she'll, she'll absolutely be there. She's not on tour yet, guys. She's got some free time. Yeah. I heard a hotel rumor today. Oh, did so, you? And I, I think Schultz, uh, I mean, yes. Schultz probably been tracking more than anybody in Buffalo, so. Yes, uh, I, I'm pretty excited about about her. But yes, I have, uh, that's I have fair. so many questions. I have so many questions. I, <laughs> I had a candle box phase. I don't think we get now, uh, now. But like, you heard a hotel rumor that, that maybe you know, Alex. Does she <laughs> does she have an entourage that travels ahead of her to go get the room set up with like different wa- uh, oh. window treatment? Like, or is it just does she walk into Absolutely. the Marriott and like go? Oh, she's got the same room that I'd have. Like, what? Well, how does that nope. go? <laughs> yeah, that's a good question. That's that's a, that's a good question. I don't mean obviously. I wonder if she fled the game Sunday night. She might just fly in Sunday morning and fly out after the game. Mm, yeah, whatever whatever she needs, uh, I'm sure she will have <laughs> the, the New Zealand uh, sparkling water and anything anything she wants. Yeah, okay. Exactly. Well, it's you and I are going to talk tomorrow. I don't know if we will, but it's interesting to get to this game from a betting standpoint too. I'm looking at BetMGM. I mean, 51% yes. on the Chiefs plus three, 50% on each team money line. Like, there's no real lean here. You mentioned how it's two and a half or three Chiefs at plus three here, minus 120. Um, you know, it's just such a great matchup. So maybe we'll get to that. It'll be it'll be up to you. You get to decide. Yeah. Tomorrow. No, no. I'll, we'll, we'll get to it. I, I appreciate it. I'm glad we uh, I'm glad we have a chance uh, to once again do this. And I can't wait for, for Sunday night. It's going to be fantastic. Thanks, Alex. Talk to you tomorrow. All right. See you guys. Alex Gold, 610 Sports in Kansas City. I do see over 45 and a half, by the way, 72% Bulldog of the money. Okay. There you go. I lost big on the Browns. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, well, I hate to hear that. Units. Yeah. Like Trista would be like, did you spend, are you talking dollars or units? And this was, that was a units bet. Yeah. You know what? You got to do that sometimes. All right, 803-0550 to join us on Bills Chiefs. We'll have Sal at 5 with the latest on injuries. How are you feeling? Do you think Bulldog ever will want to watch the 13 seconds game? He is saving for some reason. Mike Schoep and the Bulldog here. This is WGR. You know, I'm just trying to take what the defense gives me, and sometimes it presents itself where we may not have the best man answer within our concept and thinking maybe they're dropping out playing Zell and they play man, and sometimes when you play man, no one really accounts for the quarterback. But going back to a few weeks ago, they did. In some of their third-down packages, they, they had a spy, and so sometimes it's not as easy to do that, and you're going to have to re- rely on other guys to go and, and win and make some plays. And Josh Allen coming off another kind of epic uh, rushing performance, really, in this game against Pittsburgh, encapsulated by one run, but he is a part of their becoming so run-heavy. You know, it's not all designed runs, not all handoffs between the tackles to James Cook here. In the Pittsburgh game, Cook carried 18 times. Bills were ahead throughout. That contributes to that. Then you had eight from Allen and also eight from Ty Johnson. Latavius Murray had a couple of uh, receptions of course, Leonard Fournette is no longer with the Bills after his release yesterday. Was not active for Monday's game anyway. Mike Schoep and the Bulldog here. Boy, I want to just uh, say how grateful I am personally and professionally that WBEN has picked up the, the ball when it comes to weather coverage ever since the the dissolution of uh, Snow Job 550 after that scandal. Because yeah. we, we were, I, I thought, I'm biased, but I thought we were the weather leaders and because uh, you know we put a a, a, a a funny spin on things. Yeah, I'm fiercely proud of the work uh, that uh, so yes. many, so many behind the scenes uh, put in to uh, Snow Job 550. Uh, I, I'm very proud of that. Me too. I it's a it. shame what happened. I miss it, I, I miss it too. <laughs> but uh, again, our friends at WBEN have taken, you know, some would say it was a corporate strategy. We're affiliated with them. Uh, but I don't know. I don't. I don't get invited to those meetings. Yeah. Um, you know, talking to Alex, I we we got of course into Mahomes playing on the road here, and Bills fans have been craving this, right? Just like let's see what he can do. If I'm Patrick Mahomes, I'm also like, yeah, let's see what I can do. Like <laughs> right. Allen, the the Bills have not won a road game in the playoffs with Allen, but I mean, a couple of times, most of all, perhaps in that game in '21 at Arrowhead. He was outstanding. So, you know, that's only what it is, though. Like, quarterbacks get judged on wins, playoff wins, Super Bowls, championships. That's the legacy stuff. That's the Hall of Fame. And 
this is, you know, he's Peyton Manning now against a Brady yeah. Patriots team that beat him a few times in the playoffs. Not every meeting, but this is Allen's chance and the Bills' chance, uh, their best chance probably being the home team to take yeah. Kansas City out. I, I like the, the Manning-Brady thing. I mean, that's what we're, we've been hoping as, as, as soon as Allen started to show signs of being this caliber of player. I think that's what you're hoping for. Whichever role, I mean, you'd rather be the Brady role, but, you know, Mahomes has already got a 2 nothing lead on you as far as the Super Bowls go and a 2 nothing lead in playoff wins head-to-head against you. Uh, so you've got some ground to make up. Uh, but the Patriots Colts thing from like the mid two thousands or early two uh, mid two thousands is more accurate. Uh, I, I, it really works. There there were the playoff games. The losses were in New England. There's a regular season win or two for the Colts at home or even in New England. But in you got to yeah. get finally to a playoff game, and they finally did it. I think oh, what's the year? I forget the year now. But two thousand six. Okay. They broke through and did it like 38-34 maybe was the score of that game at home for the Colts. And it do, it kind of lines up, that comparison, these two quarterbacks and those two quarterbacks and those two franchises and these two. And this is, this is the Bills' opportunity now. And, yeah, I mean, obviously the pressure, you know, everybody wants to win. The Chiefs are champions. They want to stay champions. Mahomes is the best. He wants to stay the best. He doesn't want to lose a playoff game to Josh Allen, maybe his next closest competitor for that crown. Um, the pressure that Allen and the Bills must be feeling here, like, it's got, I don't know, for, for me, it's hard to not shade, like, my feelings or what I think the fans' feelings are into the teams, and I know those are different worlds. Um, but the, the, the Chiefs, Really, how brokenhearted could they be if they lose this game? I mean, I, I know that their fans will do what our fans would do if the Bills were champions already, and we'd go through the motions of haranguing about this or that or this thing or this fourth down call or whatever. And if I'm the Chiefs, all right, well, they're good, and they got us. You know, it was their, it was their turn. Okay, fine. No big deal. Keep going. You're great. You'll be great again next year and for the years running. The Bills, if they don't come through in this game – it just feels like it will be devastating because you finally have them coming to your place. Uh, it's just a very different vibe when you haven't won yet. You know, like the, the, you got a zero on the board there. Even you just in this matchup in the playoffs against this quarterback and, of course, in, in the championship realm too, um, there's just a lot riding on this, I think, for, for Allen and McDermott and the Bills organization. Yeah, I, th- I think it really can't be overstated. I mean, we, we've talked so many times about sort of hypotheticals, like if, you know, you, you get to, uh, for example, uh, McDermott's future after last year's playoff loss, people are ready, they're always ready, they will be again this time if they lose, with why the Bills should make a coaching change. And I said right at the beginning of the offseason and throughout the offseason, I can't imagine if they have the same year and they lose in the divisional round, thinking it's a good idea for the Bills to change coaches. Like, I, maybe, but I can't imagine in a year I'm going to be thinking that way. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, like, this all will be <laughs> figured out, but they they kind of have to win, you know, because it, it. I started to go down this road and then I lost my train of thought. You, I would want to say, like, the Bills are not a flawed team from having losses in the playoffs. 
why would you want to keep the coach? Because I don't think the coach is getting them beat. I think that you just have to sort of keep going. Appreciate that there are other great teams too and the randomness and, and just different things that can ex- explain how you can lose in the playoffs a few years in a row. But, you know, that's, that's a tougher sell to the public because the public tends to eventually decide that you have a flaw, you have a problem. And I think if they lose uh, Sunday, that's going to be a tougher argument to withstand about the Bills and mm-hmm. Reed and Mahomes. That it'll be more more people will want to just tell you, yeah, you know what? Uh, just show me you can do it before I invest yeah. emotionally, financially, whatever. Like they're just going to have to show me that kind of the way Ross was talking. Ross Tucker was talking earlier in the season about the Bills, you know, okay, they're a good team, Allen's great. Do you really think when they play the Chiefs or the Bengals in the playoffs they'd win? Like that sort of skepticism, it's not a Bill, – the Bills don't own that sort of status. I mean, there's lots of sports teams over the years, like the Colts were, where right. this would be their, their reputation. Yeah, they're good. They can win 12 games in the regular season, but then what? And the only way to withstand that, to change that, is to win this game. Or else yeah, yeah. next year it'll just be that much more popular to yeah. kind of write off the possibility of the Bills as champions. Right. The reason I like the the, the Manning and the Colts thing so much, uh, you know, versus the Patriots is that I mean we we were on the air together through the entirety of that, and it's Manning can't do it. Yes, he's great. Yes, he's super talented, but he's got this fatal flaw. He cannot beat that guy, that that coach, that team, that defense, whatever it was. He can't do it, he can't do it, he can't do it. Oh, he did it. What now? <laughs> like I, like, and that's where the Bills are right now. And, you know, is, is the coach going to get him beat? Has he gotten him beat? I mean, the reason that heat will be what it is on McDermott if this doesn't go their way is because two years ago we watched them lose a game that we're all pretty sure he had the biggest hand in them losing because of the tactics deployed at the end of it, when it, when his quarterback played just out of this world uh, to take the lead back twice after the two-minute warning and just could, couldn't close the deal. I mean, oh, my gosh. And so that's there, and it, it looms. It's going to loom every year. We set it right after that game. It's gonna, it will be lurking there in the corner, ready to come out and scare everybody every time it doesn't end with a parade. And here we are. And that, that is a ridiculous standard because anything can happen in these games, and it doesn't have to be his fault in the end. But that game, he wears that game, and I think it's almost universally accepted that tactically is what hurt them there. It wasn't Josh Allen's interceptions or him being reckless or trying to lateral the ball or any of the other stuff that's gotten them beat in other games. It was not keeping the ball in play on the kickoff and playing defense the way they played defense. And like, that was it. And so McDermott's got to overcome that. The only way to overcome that is to win your last game. Okay. Picture this. It's Friday afternoon. When a thought hits you, I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road with available H track, all wheel drive and three row seating. My whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. 
Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. And that's what's, you know, kind of different from the Patriot Colt example, like the the conclusion on Manning was that just Belichick owned him, right? In those playoff losses in Foxborough, he was just not able to function. That is not what's happened here. Like, Allen, it's two playoff games so far. This is three. The regular season games are not on the same level. The Bills have won three in a row in Kansas City. In, in the regular season, but, you know, kind of so what? I don't think people see – I think McDermott and the Bills have done a good job in those games against the Kansas City offense. I mean, those have been hard games for Mahomes. Mm-hmm. Scored 17 points uh, is all this year at home against the Bills. 20-17, to 17, right? Yeah. But in the, two, in the two playoff games, they might have totaled 80. And if you're at home and Kansas City lights it up, especially in a year where they really weren't doing too much of that, that will be more sort of like the back to that narrative, you know, also a narrative of how great Mahomes is. That's you say how hard, how hard the, the standard is to meet. It's not, not an easy guy to stop, but right. that's what, right. That's what they play for. You know, that's, that's what the these job. guys play for. <laughs> right. That's, that's, that's what it is. It was, it's never supposed to be easy to, to go all the way. And it's so interesting. I mean, we're in this, it's it's the best game of the weekend, it seems. It's agreed upon, and for all these obvious reasons. And you've got Lamar Jackson in Baltimore kind of sitting there. They've got their own game, but they're a bigger favorite, and it's a whole new conversation next week uh, as Allen and Mahomes fight off for, for history here, uh, another head-to-head clash. And Baltimore, we'll see what kind of game they have on Saturday. They'll be home against the winner if they beat Houston, um, and we do it all again. Let's hope, anyway. Sal Capaccio coming up at 5. Mike Shope and the Bulldog here. This is WGR. Welcome back. Mike Shope and the Bulldog. Sal Capaccio in about 12 minutes. We'll go over injuries and more. Bills Chiefs Sunday, 6.30 on WGR. Of course, you can relate, and I can, and Sal can. We were trying to figure out a time for him today, and he had in his way his son's uh, hockey practice coming up like, I don't know, 6 o'clock or something like that. So 5 wasn't great for Sal. And I'm sitting on my couch at home. My wife is working to my right. There's an email. And I get to Sal, and I'm like, okay, well, maybe 4.30 is better. And he's like, sure, uh, because hockey isn't canceled yet. Right. And, like, the Sabre game had been postponed. And I, I mentioned this to my wife, who, who drives. She does most of the driving when it comes to our daughter, who plays hockey. And Bulldog, of course, knows this from his experience. Like, it seems like hockey is the one sport where they've got the ice time, right. and they're just the last. Baseball, you know, a few raindrops, we'll play next week, whatever. Hockey, though, we've got the rink. We hate to give it up. Yes, there's a travel ban. Anyway, his son's hockey was eventually uh, pushed yep. off, you know, postponed, but... 
it, we, we just sort of, my wife and I smiled about it together. Like, you know, th- this is the one sport where they, you know what, damn the travel ban. We got it. We got, we got the rink. We got to get out there. I'm sure it happened through the many years that Owen was playing youth hockey here in the area, but it couldn't have happened more than once or twice that weather. I, I think more, more, more times than not, and this didn't happen a lot either, but like, uh, the Zamboni broke. The the ice is messed up, and so the the rink isn't available. Like that happened, I think more often than weather. It was like, yeah, the expectation was you're playing hockey, get to the rink. Like, right, I, right. I also think we're a lot more, and this is not a criticism. Uh, I feel like the travel ban comes after after what happened last year, and again, rightly so. Uh, I think the travel bans come faster now than they used to. Uh, even, I mean, we're going back for Owen playing youth hockey here locally. I mean, it's, oh my gosh, it's a long time ago now, you know? It's like five five years ago, seven years ago. Um, so I, I think it's, I think that's evolved too. I think we're, 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 we're not as reluctant to throw down the travel ban, I don't think. Remember on Saturday, of course, we're wondering, is the Bills game maybe going to be moved and just, what is it? We're kind of making fun of how, we had a state of emergency, but, hey, if you're going to the game, just be careful out there. Right, right. Uh, so my daughter had a game in Rochester scheduled early on Saturday morning, and <laughs> you had uh, in the, the team chat, you know, you, you have parents who are like, um, really? Like, state of emergency, and we're going to Rochester basically before dawn for this game? Is it a league game and this and that? And then, you know, the, on the other side of the conversation, we're like, well, you know, we, we – it is still on, and you have some parents are like it's not supposed to be that bad until later in the day, right. and then somebody else will say I'm, I'm going to be in Rochester for this game, and then it's going to just be a blizzard. I'm driving back into, just th- there is this with hockey. This yeah, <laughs> uh, gotta hold on to the last possible second before we eventually have to give in to the to the conditions. Yeah. All right. Well, there is no Sabres game tonight. That'll be tomorrow. TNT was going to have this one. With Chicago, uh, they're going to show a different game, and it'll be a seven o'clock game tomorrow instead of tonight, which would have been seven thirty. And that's seven thirty. That is egregious, but it didn't uh, eventually. <laughs> the TNT thing is egregious happening. too. Although I don't know if you looked, it, this happened. This might be the third TNT game of the year that I remember. the The, the second one was the Pittsburgh, the fr- Thanksgiving Friday. Uh, I think what was was a Sabres game that was TNT and MSG didn't have it. The earlier earlier in the season they played a TNT game, and MSG was on like they still like Dan and Rob Marty and Brian Duff the whole thing, and the guide my Fubo guide I went and looked last night knowing the weather was coming and and plus TNT I'm like oh what am I gonna do if I want to watch this game, it was listed on MSG like so I, I don't know that we would have been stuck if we didn't have access to TNT tonight but doesn't matter the game's not happening tonight anyway. 7 o'clock tomorrow. We'll talk to Kevin Adams tomorrow at 5. Next, Sal Capaccio, Mike Schoep and the Bulldog here, WGR. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.